Self-worth is the unlock. Welcome to the Self-Care Savage Podcast. I'm Scott. I've traveled full-time as a nomad for the last five years in my truck, living minimally, hiking, exploring as part of my therapy to heal my mind, body, and soul, becoming a self-care savage, and creating a platform through social media to hold myself accountable and show my progress through and how I live it. This podcast, we will push deeper into my history with all the gory details to all the amazing moments rediscovered as I've healed and forgiven myself and cleared the path to forgive others. Every Friday on the podcast, I'll answer questions from you guys, and I would love for y'all to submit questions to selfcaresavagepod at gmail.com. This link will also be in the show notes. Quick disclaimer. This is not therapy, and I'm not a therapist, but everything that I talk about is how I would advise myself or I would advise any of my kids. And here's today's questions. Alright, so first question is from Lady N. And Lady says, I'm one of your fans from Senegal. I do have a question. How do you deal with anxiety regarding loss, relationships, job, meaning of life? From Lady. So Lacey, yeah, anxiety, you know, again, overall, you kind of encompassed everything that people, you know, are anxious about. Um, you know, relationships and jobs and, you know, just, you know, life. So I'm going to give you the same answer anytime I, I, I'm asked this. And it's so important and it will, it will help with that immediately. Is you have got to get into a grateful state of mind. You gratitude. You have to start. Start. That's what brings you into the now. Your anxiety is because you're in the past. Your anxiety or what's happened, or your anxiety is about the future, or the things you're you know you're talking about and concerned about. That's what's all your anxiety. That's the fear. That's all that. You can if you start working on that. Every time that comes up, be grateful. Where are things right now? You know, it's an op. This is be grateful for the opportunity that. Some things are coming up now that you can go to work on. And 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 I'll expand on these are some great uh, podcasts to expand on in the future, especially about journaling. Um, again, getting into a grateful state. You know, part of that is pulling your journal out, even writing those things down, getting used to. You know, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. You know, it can either be a list of five things every single time, the same exact thing, or you can add to it or take from it. There's no right or wrong way to do it, but it brings you into the now. And as you're anxious and, and as those things are happening, you can also write down again that whole process of connecting the dots where it's coming from so you can do the work on it. Remember, if you don't know where things are coming from, you can't fix them. So journaling is that way to do that. Write down, where am I at? Who did I just talk to? That relationship, uh, what happened at work, you know, all those things that are causing you that anxiety, 
you know, start when that comes up, get your journal out, carry your journal around with you everywhere and, and, and just take a, a second, write those things down. Again, who did I just talk to? Who, who uh, what I just eat? What's the weather doing? Um, where am I right now? Uh, you come up with your, your, your checklist. And then after a couple of weeks, or it could take a couple of months, you're going to be able to see these dots connect as to what really gets you worked up and what's getting that anxiety going. So not only you're getting grateful, you're, you're, you're learning how to connect dots to understand where, where it's coming from. And then because you know where it's coming from, you can go back and go, Oh, this comes from because it triggers something about your mom or your dad. Well, that's over with it. Doesn't even matter anymore. Uh, or, or you can, you know, you know, do a little bit of, of work around it, you know, whatever, reconcile, understand it's over and done with. You can be sad for a minute, but then move on. And, and so that's how you deal with it. You got to take action. You got to be proactive, get grateful, journal and move the heck on. You ready? Let's go. All right. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you can get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash SelfCareSavage. That's better. H-E-L-P dot com slash SelfCareSavage. Next question is from Patrick H. And Patrick asks, how do you convince others of their self-worth? I've been married for 26 years and my spouse does not realize her self-worth due to emotional and verbal abuse from her mother while growing up. She is a beautiful person, but doesn't realize how beautiful she is. Patrick, right? Was it Patrick? Patrick. Yep. Patrick, this is a big one. And this is a... And you might not like my answer here. And that's okay. Uh, just maybe maybe sit on it and think about it a little bit. First of all, you have, you, you have nothing to do with getting your wife's self-worth up. Okay? It sounds like you're, you show her a bunch of love. It sounds like you're very encouraging to her. It sounds like you see her in this light. And uh, I, I, it's, I'm, I'm only assuming that you verbalize those things to her. That's what you should do in a relationship. That's what you should do with your spouse and your wife. You should be encouraging. You should try to build them up. You should, you, you know, that, that's part of, of, of the process and be supportive and do all those things. But until they're ready to do the work, until the pain is so severe, whatever the thing is that needs to trigger them, to um, to do the work themselves, 
for to get their own self-worth, it's not going to happen. It doesn't matter what you do. You have no control over them. You can't make them feel a certain way. You can't make them internalize things. You can just, again, be that, that supportive person in their lives, encouraging and all that. And, um, and, it, and, and, and the other pieces to this, I don't know exactly your situation, but you also have to be careful that you're not in a situation, there's some codependency, things that could be going on, you know, between, between y'all. It's, again, it's not your job to fix her. It's not your job to help her, or excuse me, make her see anything. It's not your job to get her to engage in those things. What you talked about with her, what happened to her when she was younger and things like that. If you know my story, I've been there, done that. It takes work. And, and again, mine was triggered because I gave up on myself. I'm not saying that's where your wife needs to get. And I hope that that never happens to that stage or that level. But it, it's you can't spark that under her. She's It's going to have to happen it, for whatever reason, circumstances in her own life, that uncomfortable pain, whatever. The other thing is to, the only other thing I can suggest that you, you can suggest and maybe help but again, you get into the danger, that codependency of doing it for her. And if you understand what codependency is, again, is you feeling like you are, need to take charge of someone, you need to fix them, you need to navigate them. And then it takes two to be codependent. And then her is always accepting that, letting you do everything, letting you all of that. And so you guys are living that way. That's, that's a dangerous thing. Go, I would suggest y'all, her first. Again, there's no really right or wrong way, but therapy needs to be incorporated in this and immediately. If, if I was telling myself this from your answer, asking me that question and the, and the information you gave around it, I'm telling myself, this is an immediate thing I need to go deal with right now in therapy. If I'm talking to my kids, same question from them, whatever. This is what I'm telling them um, from the information you're giving me. So you gotta, you gotta engage. Y'all gotta, she needs to do something, but again, you can't make her, but you can suggest it. And you can also model it. Say, hey, you know, I think this might be good for our marriage. We'd maybe do it separately, maybe do it together. Um, I understand, you know, but um, I, you know, you're, I would love for you to participate in this. I think it would be great for for um, us and and also individually. Uh, so I've I'm going. I've already looked into it and I've already scheduled an appointment. Whatever you can model and move forward with that. And again, they can either join in or or not. Look, it's a, it's a tough it's a tough situation. It's it's you're you're in a tough situation. Someone you love. Someone you see hurting, someone you see that that is not um, helping themselves, and and you want to do it. It's just natural, but stop it. It's not good for anybody. In fact, it just keeps things in this. It's kind of a dysfunctional 
situation you can get yourself in. So keep being supportive, keep being loving, keep being the caring person you are. But don't manage someone's life. You can't. Stop. Stop managing her life. Just be supportive, encouraging, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> repeat, 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 repeat. Go get them, Patrick. You got it, man. Come on now. So this one is from Marcus T. Marcus asks, I wonder how you deal with procrastination. Me, myself, I've been struggling with this the last few months, but I started small and working up. Small victories make a difference. So yeah, how do you deal with procrastination? And it was Paul? Marcus. Marcus. Um, Marcus. Procrastination. So, again, procrastination can be a lot of things happening. You know, it could be your fear uh, of things that haven't even happened that um, that keep you from taking action and doing things. Um, and it can be also, it's just very paralyzing. So it, and, and, and so it is what you just said about you've made some progress and you're starting to do things, stacking up those wins. Absolutely. Um, but I, I'm going to encourage you, you, you got to, you, you need to go a little bit harder on this. It's, um, there's, there's a book. There's one book I can uh, direct you towards that might help with this, you know, quickly and immediately is um, it's called The Five Second Rule. And it's by Mel Robbins. And it's the, this just a, a quick overall thing around it is um, when when you have a thought of or, or you know you need to do something like comes in your head so like, oh, I need to go work out or oh, I need to, I've, I've got to call this person or I have to, to do whatever. You don't let your your mind uh, get involved in that and start overthinking about it or, or because it's a tough call you have to make or you don't want to go work out or do whatever. It's it's five second rule, okay? That means one, two, three, four, five, go. Just go, just go. So, you, these are some things you got to you, you got to get uh, um, more incorporated into into what you're doing. There's also a book by Stephen Pressfield. Now, this is uh, I think is uh, falls into a little bit about the uh, the um, the procrastination. Is Stephen Pressfield? This book it's called the um, it's not the art of war. Okay, it's the war of art. Okay, and it's about resistance, and it talks about you know how you you get paralyzed. All these things could happen because you're so resistant. The book is mainly about creativity, opening up your creativity and things like that. But again, it just talks about the reasons you don't do that and the things that stop you and things like that are your fears and all these things. And it's it's it, and he calls it and talks about it and it's what connected a lot of dots for me resistance you you're just resisting stop it five seconds go stop you know read the stuff about the resistance and it's everything is going to incorporate taking action so again it getting paralyzed 
all those things. And the only other thing I can add to that is what I talked about a little bit before in a previous question, is the being grateful. So when you're procrastinating, again, you're in these, you're overthinking, you're in the future, you're in the past, you're, you're getting paralyzed, you're in your fear and all that. Get grateful. Get right. Pull a journal out. I know you got a journal. Come on now. You got a journal, right? Pull that sucker out and write down those five things or whatever that you're grateful for always or you know massage them for whatever the situation is or whatever but get into a grateful state that that gets you out of here and then go one two three four five go stop resisting look you see the difference the last thing i'll say you see how uncomfortable your procrastination is for you now it's it's disrupting your life um just going to go out on a ledge here just on how it worked for me at one time is it disrupts your life and you things don't get done and it stacks up and then you get more anxious and then you just you just keep putting things things off it's just you just got to clear the deck get grateful one two three four five go and stop resisting just go it will not ever it look it will always be better you'll always be making movement You'll always be putting one foot in front of the other. It will not be the problem of, of procrastination is in your life now. So, one, two, three, four, five, go. Thank you for listening. And I hope my podcast has helped you in some way taking the path to becoming a self-care savage. Make sure to subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 